Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into the famous Duenas podcast. I am your host, Duane. Uh, with me, I have my two lovely guests, um, Mr. Jaya Devine and Miss Hope. Say what up to the people. Peace, peace. Hey, good evening. So, um, yes, this is my third podcast of the week. And <laughs> yeah, Content Kang's out here or whatever. Um, so, yes, we are talking about pedophilia and child trafficking. Um, it's something that once it starts to get, like, attention, then all of a sudden there's some sort of distraction that comes and just makes us forget all about it. Whenever, you know, people start smelling the pizza, then all of a sudden, you know, something else happens. So <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure where to start at. Um, I guess we'll start with when did you first realize this was a thing, like, that people did this kind of stuff? And I'm like, what was your reaction to it? It's, I just, I really, man, it had to be, like, after college. So, like, maybe, like, 10 years ago, even, like, maybe less, eight years ago, like, didn't realize how many people because it's little boys and girls were like actually molested. Just, it's like, what's the, I think, is it, is it, is at least half. I remember that Dave Chappelle told that joke on his, uh, on one of his stand ups when he was like, you know, at least half of the people in this room have been molested. And it wasn't by no fucking Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> uh, so like, I just didn't realize how just prevalent it was like goodness gracious like ridiculous mm-hmm. I, that's not even talking about child trafficking though i'm just talking about just mm, yeah molestation child trafficking that's just some like evil ooh, jesus Christ. yeah i uh i learned it at a young age not through experience i will say i didn't know what the word was like i didn't know what pedophilia was but I just noticed how so many children in um, in grade school like to play house and like already knew what kissing was and things like that. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? I'm over here digging in the sandbox looking for rocks. Like, what y'all got going on? Um, and then it became re represented to me in high school when there would be these girls in, you know, ninth and 10th grade who'd have boyfriends in college. And it was just seen as normal. And I remember in middle school, excuse me, there was this girl who was 14. I think her boyfriend was like, I mean, something over 20. I know that. And um, her parents gave her legal permission to get married. It's just it's so, like I said, I didn't know the word pedophilia at the time, but the concepts and the things that I've seen and the things that these parents allowed, I was exposed to it at a very young age in school. And that's the sad and scary part. It was in the school system. I heard my first, my first like dirty joke mm. in like, I think I was in third grade. Yeah. I was in third grade and we had like a split class with third and fourth graders. And since I was a tomboy, I used to always kind of hang with like the boys. So I was like back with the boys and I heard this, I heard another, I heard this little boy say, what did the penis, or he might've said dick, but he might've said penis, can't remember. But I remember he's like, what did the penis say to the condom? 
And I was, I was like, what? It's like, cover me, I'm going in. And that's when I realized that it's the penis <laughs> in the vagina. Like, it was yeah. that moment. <laughs> it was at that moment <laughs> that wow. I realized, oh, the penis goes inside the vagina. Like, that was the moment I put it together. And it was like, okay. Like, so where did he hear that from? Or where did he mm. learn that from? You know what I mean? Like, just. Right. And then my sister was, I know my sister was molested um, when she was like nine and maybe a little younger than that. And then like, I found out like maybe two or three years ago that I was molested at like two. Mm. So like, yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah, it's like weird. It's too commonplace. Yeah, it's just too, it's just too common. My, my cousin, she went to a sleepover when she was like 12 and got raped by like the brother's friend that was sleeping over too. Mm. Like, and he was like 15 or 16. Like, Mm. it is just like weird. You know what I mean? And like, then of course, like two years later, she had her first baby. So it's like, we don't talk about how these things contribute to teen pregnancy and early and, and all right. that, all that other stuff that we like mm-hmm. to, talk, you know, that we like to talk down on, but we don't actually, you know, look into some of the causes of, it's not just like being irresponsible, you know, so. There's psychological damage for sure. And mm-hmm. I used to think, I used to think my mom was, you know, being, um, I, I never come on mom straight, but I used to think that she didn't let me have as much fun as I should because she refused to let me go to sleepovers and that would be her reason. Like, you don't know the person's daddy. They're not trying to meet me. So I'm gonna let you go stay over the house for Or, you know, she wouldn't let me go to those late night house parties that children would have because she didn't know who's gonna be there. And, you know, as a child or early teenager, I was like, oh man, you know, she bugging, blah, blah, blah. But realizing these are real <laughs> stories that people go through, I was like, damn man I'm, I'm pretty thankful that she didn't put me in them situations you know and she let me kind of test the water sometime like there was this one party in I want to say middle school uh I went to and all the kids there it was cool at first you know the mom was there blah 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 fed us and then she left us all by ourselves and we were in this room and I don't remember the cartoon they were watching but it was like some you know dark web creepy shit and I felt real <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> I, was like, I was like wildly uncomfortable and it was supposed to be sleepover I ended up calling my mom to tell me to come pick me up because I was like uh-uh these kids are like starting to touch each other and I'm and I was the only black <laughs> person. I, I hate that. Oh, that was a oh, <laughs> you know, it was a dub from the beginning from a sincere. Yeah, but you know, I was in, you know, I was in the nerds. I was in the gifted program. So everyone I was around for the most part was white. So <laughs> yeah, but man. so I'll say it's a blur because this is like um, kindergarten, maybe daycare. Mm. And I remember hearing that two kids were over somewhere playing house or doctor or something like that. And I was like, okay. And it didn't register until years later. When I mean years later, like less than five years ago. Mm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like it just, it was just, there was little instances where like you look back, it's like, yo, they, they did stuff (laughs) or, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, who, where does this start at? You know what I'm saying? Like, where does this all, like, stem from? Um, I, pretty much every 
single woman that I know um, has had some sort of negative experience where someone has put, you know, forced themselves upon them. Um, there's women that have lied about who it was because I guess he was around all the time. And then they told us after the fact and then we're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, we could have been like handled this. Um, there's been, um, there's been situations with me actually where I think I talked about this on a, um, I don't know. I'd be talking too much. Sometimes I'd be forgetting what I put on air and what I don't. <laughs> but I was um I was getting baptized and yeah, I think I told Jai this, but I think it was like when we stopped recording. Yeah, it was when we stopped recording. <laughs> yeah, that's when all the fun happens. But now nah, <laughs> you know, I was getting baptized and there was this one guy, I guess he was a deacon, he was always just smiling. I'm just like, the fuck is you smiling at nigga? Like we smiling slick creepy. Yeah, we in Babylon right now. Like, why, why are you smiling for? And then, you know, this was a Baptist church, so they don't just, you know, s- you know, sprinkle like Salt Bay. They throw your ass in the water. And, yeah, after they threw me in there and what, you know, felt like a Klan robe, um, you know, um, I was looking for a change of clothes. So I'm going to try and put my clothes back on. And somebody was surprised that I wore underwear underneath my um my robe and I was like nigga yeah <laughs> what you mean <laughs> um I, I remember telling a friend about that apparently that's a Caribbean stereotype but I mean I just that's just what I did I'm I'm not going commando like nah <laughs> yeah no. that's go- yeah Unless I'm hopping out of some yams and like answering the door, like for delivery or something, like I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm getting <laughs> off topic here. Um, so yeah, they were like, um, it was him and this old guy who looked like the old guy from uh, a different world. You know the uh, you know the old guy from different world. He passed away or whatever. But uh, they were like, yeah, don't don't worry. There's no girls here. I'm sitting there like, that's the problem, nigga. Like I'm 12 years old, like. <laughs> Right. What, we, what we doing right now? Like, nah, <laughs> it's not going down like that. So, you know, I left with my with my booty cheeks intact or whatever, but it was just weird. And then before yeah. that, I had another situation. Um, it was a, uh, I was very young. I was probably like seven, maybe eight. And, you know, we were going to the pool. It was like in the South and I got flashed or whatever. And then, yeah. She kind of came on to me. And it was just weird. Like, as kids, you know, I always knew I liked girls. That was not a thing. But it just seemed like that kind of stuff just seemed like, whoa. Too much. Like, yeah. I thought we were just supposed to, like, hold hands and, like, kiss on the cheek or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's what's mm-hmm. all of this? Yep. That's another thing that, like, I didn't realize was so normal. Or It's, like, guys little boys being like 12 and being come on to by like girls who were like 15, 16 and like that whole dynamic or just even like grown women when they're like 14 and it be, might be like a for real ass grown ass woman like took their virginity like and I've heard men say like like I didn't like I didn't like it. It was like weird, but then I like felt this pressure that they were supposed to like it though. Like this was mm. this this is supposed to be cool. This is what I'm supposed to want. But at the same time, like they didn't really want it. You, to, right. you know what I mean? And like yeah. I didn't know how like normal that was. Like 
Mm. I was like, now that's that's pretty much like rape, you know. I was like, mm. uh, all right. One one of my friends was like, he was like twelve or thirteen, maybe like I think he said twelve or thirteen, and he was running around with some older boys, and they like locked him in a room with this like fast girl from you know whatever, and like yeah, that was it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like and it was just like slide. yeah, that was just like dude that's right <laughs> like yeah. I, you know like that's not cool like that's not normal like stop norm you know what i mean like we should mm. stop normalizing that it's like yeah like that's cool no that's not cool like yeah and older teenagers like pushing it on like the younger ones like we gotta address some of this stuff like that's not mm. but they're all children at the end of the day too like yeah, yeah. um yeah I heard that it was kind of like um, this podcaster that I follow. Um, she she doesn't give a fuck about her format. She just like had the camera off and just be talking for like an hour, <laughs> and, and it's just <laughs> nothing but black. But it's good content though. Yeah. But um, she was like, a lot of times what happens is they'll have that one person, maybe in the family, whatever. Everybody knows who it is, and they know that they know that they can't be trusted around kids or whatever. And then that'll happen, and then you know they'll grow up. They'll have like slumber parties and stuff like that, and then that's when they do that. It ends up becoming like like low key like an orgy. Like I remember my school mm-hmm. had this thing called um a stay awakeathon thing, and in hindsight, I'm like, yo, this is an orgy, bro. Like you just got a bunch of kids, yeah. like a bunch of hormones, like you know what I'm saying, and you, they're just spending the night at school. I mean, things happening like yeah. during study hall, like you know what I mean, like what what is what's going on with that, and. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, there's so many people to, you know, place the blame on. Um, definitely a lot of times it's the parents. A lot of times the parents are complicit. A lot of time, either they're complicit or they're negligent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I remember, like, that story I told y'all, I told my old man that story probably, like, I think last year. And he was like, you know, what you told me? I'm like, nah, because you're crazy. Like, you probably <laughs> just been getting out of jail, like, right now. <laughs> man. <laughs> it's just it's i feel like so many now adult men but uh have stockholm syndrome from it and they don't realize that or they don't want to admit it because you hear you know dudes they act like oh no my virginity was taken no it really wasn't (laughs) you were raped you know you need to talk about you need to heal from it you need to address it and they'll just keep on moving and then they become these adults that pressure other boys into well not boys at this point grown men in the situations like the amount of dudes that I used to hear in school who would think that a guy who you know hadn't had sex yet or even if he had who isn't sleeping around with every girl that you know throws it at him was the problem like oh man why don't you want that because I don't like (laughs) what's wrong with not wanting to you know throw it around anywhere but they don't realize that that comes from deep-rooted trauma that they went through seeing sex at a young age experiencing it at a young age um having it taken away from them at a young age um Mm. oh yeah they don't they don't even realize that they're (laughs) still dramatized often yeah and they're being prepped from birth Mm. from you know the disney Man, I mean, that's Disney, a I mean, I mean Disney, not, you know, not, not, <laughs> dick, but, <laughs> yeah, because, like, I mean, go ahead. yeah, because I, I think I sent y'all, um, that thing, that video, where, like, the interview kids that was watching, like, the Beauty and the Beast, and it's, like, and it's, like, kind of prepping them for, like, abusive relationships, 
And, yeah. you know, the Little Mermaid, they, they basically the theme was like, yo, hey, ladies, if you shut the fuck up, then, you know, somebody will rescue you. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's um, it's a lot of stuff that, that they implant into the subconscious. And a lot of times it not only goes over, like, the kids' heads, but, like, it goes over the parents as well. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Cause I think I was I was telling I was telling you about the whole the pineapple thing off, mm-hmm. offline or uh, after we stopped recording that one time of like how they how they use like everything to program it from like so you remember as if Rick Ross had that uh, Dice mm-hmm. Pineapple song that was like hot it couldn't fucking go anywhere without hearing it da 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 everything was you been eating pineapples that was like all the little subliminal jokes was all about pineapple and da 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 da. da. And then, like, that spring, they put pineapples on all the children's clothing. All the children's clothing. Mm-hmm. All the children's bathing suits. T- like, it was just that. I was like, why would, like, why is that cool? Like, that's not, like, pineapples aren't even cute like that. Like, just that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, that's super weird. But, like, I was like, but then, so, because I, I was in Target, and I was, like, walking through, and I've seen, like, an outfit. And it was just like a top and a bottom, but it had pineapples like all over the shirt. And my mind mm-hmm. lit like a was like automatically went to like that song and like what it was about. And then I kind of like laughed, shook it off, like kept on walking. But I was like, if it's somebody who struggles with pedophilia and struggles with those feelings and they see a child in this outfit, then you just link sex with that child through that song and through, you know what I mean? Like through just all this, mm-hmm. sub- yeah, the symbolism and all this like subliminal shit. And then like, now you done put sex on this person's mind when they're looking at a child and they're struggling with pedophilia. Cause it's like, like I was saying, like I got told Dwayne, like a lot of people who molest children, like are not okay with it either. You know what I mean? Like they literally, some, like a lot of them still know it's wrong but they don't have that, they don't have the control over it to like, stop, you know what I mean? Like, so anytime there's, I mean, just like somebody who's an alcoholic and you put a drink in front of them, they're like, fuck, like, I want to stop, but I like to drink, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, it's so much like, and then there's a, there's a movie on Netflix. It's called like the nut job. That's so crazy. <laughs> and I have, it's, it's a cartoon, <laughs> apparently about a squirrel. I haven't watched it. But the way they have the two acorns sitting, it looks like two balls. Like, it looks like a scrotum. They're just sitting a certain way. And I'm like, and then you see this this way. And children doesn't, the children don't know it, it looks like a scrotum. But like, then when you actually see one, you make the connection back to the feelings you had with this movie. And it's just like so much, like, why did you have to put the two acorns like a fucking scrotum, you know what I mean? Like you could have just yeah. next to each other, like just with a little space between them. Like, why do they have to? And it's just like little shit like that we don't recognize as like subtle programming and yeah. like sexual, you know, sexual suggestions. What am I trying to say? <laughs> Sexually Sexual suggestive. suggestive. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like like SpongeBob. <laughs> Yo. Oh God, that's not even subtle. Like SpongeBob is not even subtle anymore. No. It really isn't. Like especially like, the new, new like SpongeBob. Squidward. Like, come on, man. Squidward. Apparently, you know, starfish is um is code for the uh the butthole or whatever. Um, <laughs> like it's a whole bunch of different mm. stuff, and I'm just like, wow. But Yuck. then, if we think about who's making this. 
Hollywood, yeah. da 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 da. They're into fucking pedophilia and traffic children and all that shit. So mm. like, of course it's in, you know what I mean. Like this right. is what they're into. So like, mm. and they just spread their culture to the masses through. <laughs> I'm really trying to figure out, and I don't think this has an answer. Like when did this become like? I mean, I know Elise have been doing it for like centuries, you know. Mm-hmm. They want them a nice young virgin that doesn't know shit about shit. Um, and then they buy their they buy them from their their parents or, you know, just take them from their parents if they're not willing to, you know, relinquish their child. But I just I don't I don't get it. I'm not sure how somebody could find themselves being attracted to a child to you know, thinking about like the psychological damage that happens with that. I mean, you have psychological damage if you mess with somebody your own age and you're not doing right by them. Mm-hmm. So, like a child that doesn't know how to process that thing, like what's going on? Yeah. Like it's just- and pedophilia also comes in a lot of different forms. To I mean, of course, sex is like the one thing that people normally think of, but. Uh, I mean, people literally siphon energy from children, too. Like, not even on a super deep level. Something as simple as an older lady, you know, talking down to a young girl for just being happy. And, you know, what you smiling for? Sit down, you know, stuff like that. It drains the child. You're not letting the child be the child. Or where um, a lot of uh, people ask young girls, you know, why are you so fast? Why are you doing this? Or why are you wearing that? Why are you trying to? She, she probably isn't. She's just wearing something that's comfortable. Because um, I was talking to a friend of mine about how dress code in school especially would, uh, would be real bad about that. You'd be wearing the same thing as a girl who doesn't have a body. And just because you have a body, all of a sudden the outfit that you're wearing, and so I literally saw this in school, all of a sudden what you're wearing is sexual. Meanwhile, these two girls have the same exact outfit on, you know? So it's yep. not just the sexual aspect. It's the placing, it's the getting children to think about uh, sex at an early age. And it's the stealing of their youth and their energy like I see some children sometimes and they have the heaviest bags around their eyes they're tired they're this and I'm like what are you so worn out for this a big part of the system we're under is literally draining the energy from children like not even to get even on adrenochrome and things like that just literally because people like you were saying, you can still damage someone your own age if you're not ready. People regularly try to steal energy from people. Like, oh, if they're not, if they don't love themselves or they're insecure, what are they going to do to you? Beat you up so that they can feel good about themselves. And that's mm-hmm. just on a basic level. So yeah. just imagine children, the youth, all the energy and, you know, vibrancy they have. Um, and I mean, as far as the, you know, when, ever since this new shitty system got adopted you know when people got jealous of you know whatever was going on whatever innate powers are here whatever women and men had going on and then decided you know they need it all for themselves you know because if you think i i mean i i would kind of more like link it to wherever you want to say uh patriarchy started because mm-hmm. that's patriarchy is when you start looking at, and I mean, before that, if you want to go into like 
freaking, you know, homosexuality. But if we're talking like masks, it's just like when you are looking at a, a little girl or it, and it's just like, oh, well, you know, she started her cycle. She's a woman now. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you're, the women are just the body. The women is just something to have children with. It's just somebody, you know what I mean? It's not, they're, you know, not a person. So, oh, she started her cycle. She can have babies and she can clean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that is, I don't know. That, I mean, to me, that's when it became like normalized and like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's where she, you know, that's where she, she is able, she's a woman basically when she starts her cycle and now she can have a baby. So she can be, she's qualified to be a wife and, you know, you can teach anybody how to clean and she should know how to cook by now. And, and a lot of just taking away the innocence of just a child. And then um, as far as even younger, you talk about just taking the energy like I was telling Dwayne that I was like, I, I can, I can understand pedophilia, not saying that it's right or anything, but I can understand the feeling because like, even like sometimes when I was like real, like depressed when like when my son was younger, like I would just take him to the park. That was like, if I ever just started feeling depressed, we just go, we lived in walking distance of three parks at the time. I would just go to the park and to just sit there and watch him play with other children and them just having the time of their life without ever worrying about or thinking about anything outside of that moment always made me feel better then. You know what I mean? Like as soon as, as, soon as we leave or walk away, I might feel, I might feel worse in an hour or whatever. But, um, but it always made me feel better. It's just like not depressed. So if you take somebody who, someone who takes that a step further, you know what I mean? Like they actually want to engage in that innocence. Like, you know what I mean? Like in, on a sexual level, feel that innocence. It's, you know, like, I, cause it would be weird. People would look at somebody weird if they didn't have kids and they just went to go and they just went to the park and watch kids play. Like people are like that's pedophilia, you know, like that's kind of yeah, suspect that's, that's behavior. Voyeurism. Yeah, it's like that's kind of suspect mm. behavior, but like it could also be like uplifting too. You know what I mean? But then it's like when you take that to another level, and now you're like getting like more of a sadistic pleasure out of it, or like trying to actually steal the energy, or like you want that innocence for yourself. You're trying to tap into that. That's when more people start getting into pedophilia, like the sexual aspect of it, not just the, I'm just observing and feeding off the energy. So it's kind of like, you know, like energy vampires, like they, they're watching, you know, people. I mean, I'm just thinking, I remember somebody had put this on Twitter like a minute ago. I was like, yo, you got to be a serial killer to like go to like a music park by yourself. I'm like, yeah. Like, imagine, like, mm. a grown-ass man with a trench coat going to Sesame Place by himself. It's like, nigga, why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. I, people really, um, first of all, let me back it up because I'm going to say, like, two things at once. Um, it did start with patriarchy. The jealousy aspect of why patriarchy was even a thing. Uh, jealous of the woman and the child. So, like, she was saying the innocence of the child. People who are insecure and have regrets, because a lot of parents also push their children into um, pedophilic situations, living vicariously through them because they're upset that they didn't do X, Y, Z when they were younger. So now that they are an adult, they're like, oh, 
well, let me put my child in this, you know, television show because that's what I wanted to do uh, around these strange adults. So all of that is the jealousy that stems, which is why, you know, Patriarch was created in the first place, honestly. Um, so, you know, with the whole energy, excuse me, energy sucking, people really seem to act like sex is the only form of pleasure that exists in the world as well and that's kind of why those things kind of go a step further like people are always like oh i need more stimulation i need more stimulation and they don't even always need sex they don't even know that they don't always need sex they might need more like creative stimulation but every time someone has a a need for some type of pleasure it's like the only thing that folks can think about is sex <laughs> and uh of course that'll come later but i definitely think it's why pornography is so popular people are bored and they don't know what to do with uh the feelings and the energy that they have so they end up taking things three steps farther than it needs to be uh lack of impulse control lack of self <laughs> all of that and then yeah. the shame with that comes with sex Correct. that you learn through most of your religions are like you know shame 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 anything sexual if we just suppress it and like you know shame like the body is dirty Everything is dirty. You're born into sin. Cover up, like all this, like shaming your body. So, like, it doesn't matter whether you shame it or praise it. You're still putting all this attention and all this, you know, you're 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 programming people to be against to hate their themselves. yeah to yeah. hate themselves. And there's but it's still based around sex and your body and sexuality. So regardless of what kind of energy you put to it, whether you, it's negative or positive, you're still putting energy to that. So it still becomes like a focus. Like I had to be, I was, I've been very, very mindful not to like when my son like touches his penis, which he does all the time. <laughs> like not to be like, Ugh, that's nasty or don't do that. Like you, it's crazy how many people will be like, or whatever. And then like, people just naturally start to think their body is like dirty or children start to think like, oh, that's nasty. Don't touch that. And like, I just been like, hey, you know, do that in the room. Do that when you're by yourself. That's not something you really want to just do out in the front room where everybody is. Like there's nothing dirty about your body or any body part or whatever. So then it becomes like this secret thing, which primes children for to be molested and not tell anybody because it's dirty and it's a secret. And, uh, and you're, now they already feel ashamed about it happening because you told them their body was dirty and nasty and all this stuff so it's just like separating and stop and and also not making sex and your body and nudity like this nasty dirty shameful thing that needs to be covered up or kept you know what i mean and like just all this stuff it's just it's so many like layers and like ugh, i can't even it's just yeah it's a lot of damage and a lot of just negativity around sexuality and bodies and nudity and like yeah it's um it's everywhere that you look um and you know the fact that it's like basically it's like the ultimate taboo and so mm -hmm. that adds an extra thing to it for you know the people that are into that uh just doing they just have a contrarian kind of fetish you know they like yep. to do things that you know people say is wrong or whatever so you know, that's, there's that, again, you know, I've always thought about it, and maybe, because the thing is, like, there's a stigma behind nudity, because nudity by itself is not 
sexual per se you know like there's, but for some reason it's like a fine line and in american western society it's definitely like damn near impossible to tell because you know they'll show a pampers commercial with like you know some kid running you know you just see the buttocks or whatever but to like somebody that that's struggling with that that's that's a prime time like they, they're putting that in the spank bank you know mm-hmm. so it's it's stuff like that it's oh man i'm just thinking about like all like sports coaches you know um yeah like you know like sports you know where they have like oh the coach and he always has no hair on his face (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying or you know um like teachers or you know guidance counselors or just certain ones you can kind of yeah just anybody anybody that's like working with kids or like I remember watching Blues Clues with my with my little brothers, whatever. And I'm like, man, something wrong with that Steve cat, man. I don't know, man. He's something. <laughs> I think nah. it's weird for any adult to like be doing these children's shows, but you're not yeah. acting like an adult. Like if you want to mm. do a children's show, earlier. you know what I mean? Like we can do a children's, like Gullah Gullah Island was a children's show with yeah. adults in it, but they were acting like adults. But when you do these adults that are acting like Mm -hmm. these like little overly animated, like big ass children, that's weird. Like that is just weird. Cause it's like, they're not a child, but they're acting like it. I just feel like that's Mm -hmm. so confusing. Cause I be getting mad at my son. Sometimes I don't know some stuff he'd be coming up on YouTube and like, he expect me to act like fucking blippy. I'm like, Mm no, I'm not like, like nobody does that like this is not real like and it's weird now if it was like a children you know that were like 12 or 13 that were acting really animated you know for children seven and under okay i can like get with that but you are a grown-ass man like or woman like just that's weird what's the little wiggly what are some people called the wiggles the wiggles is that the yeah. Wiggles? The, like, I think the dancing men. Yeah. Yes, I, like, I was literally just saying this to a friend earlier today. We were having that conversation where we were talking about um, how they're using a lot of 90s nostalgia of people coming back, like Bill Nye, who's just all over the place all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just talking about how, in general, it's just very odd to see uh, adults. I mean, it's kind of, depending on the show, it's kind of odd to see them in children's shows in general, but definitely when they're acting overly animated. Like, my mom did not like me to watch Blue's Clues. Like you said, that Steve character, she she just didn't like seeing adults act like um, children. Even speaking, you know, when I see parents talk to their children like babies, that's odd too like how's your child gonna learn to talk you over here no i i talk to children like i would talk to an adult and Mm -hmm. they they pick up like that they tend to know more words and all of that i don't i don't understand this um this i don't know pressure idea notion for adults to act like children around children because then they're going to grow up with that expectation and then they go out in the real world and they're 
confused. Because <laughs> it primes them for pedophilia because whenever yeah. somebody wants to, uh, they know how to get to the children, I'm going to ask like tickle monster. Yeah. I was right about to say that, yo. I was now, right about to I'm say gonna, that. My guard is lowered and I'm used to this behavior from adults and now mm-hmm. you can touch me and, and you I can see do all the this children. Play. I see how the children act on the TV show, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I it's... It's just so, I don't know. My son's in there watching some YouTube right now, and I'm just like, please don't be in <laughs> What are you in there watching? Yeah. But it's, uh, it's just, it's so many layers, and it's just so much. It's cultural. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's just that it, it has become a part of the culture because of who is creating the culture, you know what I mean? And like everybody else, we just get the trickle down effects and then have to deal with it in your family when it becomes, cause like every, a lot of the people who are molesting children were molested. And then the people that molested them were like, it's just this like cycle <laughs> that just right. never stops. Like somebody has to like, like, I don't know how, what, when, where, why, how it stops, but like, I know one thing I've, I've noticed is like teaching your children the the real names of the body parts and like yeah. that it's not nasty and that like they feel comfortable talking about it like that turns off a lot of pedophiles like if you can say if you like no that's my penis they're like ooh shit like ooh. you know like yeah. uh, you know, going around saying, hey he touched my penis you know what I mean I'm glad like, you he said that my winky. And they actually advise that parents do that so that if they have to report something, but that's what it does too. It creates this innocence uh, connection between the children and the adults by using these play play words that don't exist in real life. You know, so then they're making a joke. Oh, winky, ha ha ha! Like, no, this is my dick, hands off. Like, yeah, yeah. like it's my. Yeah, I my my mom does it with my because I mean we had all the words. We had like pocketbook. Uh, uh, don't need your pocketbook, and that's just weird because it's linked with money. But then I seen an actual picture of the pocketbook turned inside out and how it yeah, looks it like looks a vagina. Yeah, yeah, so then yeah. I was like, okay, that makes sense too. All right, but you know, yeah, like we had pocketbook and like hoo ha. My, like, your hoo-ha, ooh, watch your hoo-ha. Like, what is a hoo-ha? Like, yeah. say what it is. So my, my grommy's walking around talking about breasts. Mommy, look at her breasts. Like, shh, quiet down now. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know. But at the same time, it's like, I know if somebody, like, touches him or whatever, he's going to be like, ow, my penis. Like, just, and he's yeah. not going to feel weird about saying it because that's how we talk. It's like your elbow, you got your finger, you got your hand, you got your penis. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Like Right. Yeah, I'm actually me and my girl, we was uh going through my Facebook as I was admiring myself and um <laughs> I found this old picture from I guess Sesame Place and I'm about to show it to you. Hopefully I can see it. But Okay. And people yes. like, you know, for the untrained out like, oh that's that's cute, whatever, whatever, but she was like why that grown ass man hugging you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, mind you, it was a church hug. You know, he was. You know, there was no. You know, dick right. the backside. But still, nigga, I don't know you. Correct. And if you Hell, think about, I was gonna you, say going back to 
strangers and your children and Santa Claus on the fucking line. And, <laughs> you know, people that had those kinks where they like to dress up like animals and other cartoon mm-hmm. characters and do that other stuff. Furries. Yeah, yeah. So you I feel like that's time that ties in. <laughs> yes, I actually had a teacher in middle school tell me what a furry was. I'm uh, highly disturbed. But um, yeah, it's it's real weird. He was a real weird dude. He actually died like of a very bad illness. He was he was an odd dude. He was very sexual with um, children. I don't even remember his name, but I remember what he looks like. But I was going to say, I used to be scared shitless of Barney. Like, Growing mm-hmm. up, I would watch the show, but my mom took me, I think it was the fair or something like that, to take a picture with Barney. Tears, instant tears. I did not fuck <laughs> Barney at all. Like, I don't know, man. My child psyche was like, uh-uh, I don't like this grown man in this car. Mm-mm, nope. Yeah, and nope. I think that we don't even, at least I know I wasn't necessarily, I, I was wilding out apparently when I went to Sesame Place and stuff like that, but... Um, I could think I might have been crying in that photo, <laughs> which is just crazy. <laughs> um, but I don't think it really fully registers that, like, yo, this is a grown-ish man mm. in this costume. These are people getting paid to walk around and take pictures of yeah. children and hug them and do all this other stuff. And it's like, who's to say, like, where's the, where's the, um... The vetting process for someone that's not you know? getting their rocks or getting their jollies, you know, just seeing a bunch of kids in a costume so no one knows who it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's crazy. That's really crazy. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years ago, I came to the realization that just like when it comes to like a lot of these cartoons and stuff and the messages, I'm like, yo, yeah, these aren't for kids. Like, this was made by an adult. Mm-hmm. And I think people keep forgetting that. Like, this was made by a whole adult. Matter of fact, I saw this thing about Doug. I don't know if y'all saw it on Twitter. When it had, like, they was basically saying, like, um, Doug was getting molested by Mr. Dink or whatever. (laughs) Oh, man. Because it's like, they were like, yo, like, why is he always going over there? Like, he was mad comfortable being over there at, at, you know, another grown-ass man's house. And... Mm. It'd be one thing if, like, they was over there with his pops, but, like, he was never really over there. Like, it was just him. And, you know, Dink stands for dual income, no kids, but they didn't have any. Mm. And I think he said something. It was, like, he was hiding. There was a couple times he was hiding in the bushes. (laughs) Like, it was some wild shit. They really broke it down. I'm like, yo, this is, this is weird. Mm -hmm. I used to cry in all of those, like, whenever... I used to cry in most pictures, period. But, like, if somebody was, like, trying to, like, make me sit on Santa Claus' lap or, like, the Easter Bunny or any, like, oh no, no. almost every picture, like, until I got old enough to be, like, I don't want to do that. Like, so mm-hmm. until, like, the age of three, I'm crying in every picture on the person's lap. And I was like, why would y'all make me do that? Like, why would right. you continue to, like, oh, you right. still got, like, you still got to go? There's like a couple, like one at school, I was like sitting on Santa Claus lap in like kindergarten. I wasn't crying. Like I was just like, oh, this is what we're all doing. Okay, whatever. But mm-hmm. like just tears. And I'm like, and I go places and I see people like making their child sit on this stranger's lap to like, and their your child is crying and reaching out for you. And you're like, no, yes. no, smile. And I'm like, yeah, that is weird, I mean, it's, y'all. It's the spell of the holidays. 
you know they're like oh this is what we're supposed to do why why am i torturing my child and that's trauma too and folks don't folks don't realize that that's trauma (laughs) like and you're making you're telling your child that it's okay to sit on a stranger's lap and you're telling them your tears don't matter Mm, how you feel doesn't matter yeah like we're watching you We're watching you be tortured. We're we're, we're smiling. We're laughing at you. And we're laughing at you. Because a lot of parents are like laughing, like, oh, she like she's fucking terrified. Like this is not funny. Like at all. It is so weird. Because like my son, he's never done any of that. But like, does he even know who Santa Claus was? He used to call it he used to call that nigga Christmas. Like (laughs) I I just let him figure it out by itself. Like so he would just come and tell me about it. And I'm like, oh, that's what they do. Like I'll just act dumb. So he's like, we go to the mall and he's like, and like Santa Claus like came around the thing and like waved at him and he like went behind me real fast. And he's like, mommy, it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And he's like not trying to run over there and yeah. like go like see him and hug him or any of that because like that's weird. Like mm. that is weird. But because we're like, like you, you're basically training your child for pedophilia. Like you're training your child for like stranger danger. Like you stranger yeah. danger in some instances, but not when mm-hmm. it's somebody who's dressed up. Not when it's right. somebody who it looks like they're supposed to like have fun. But like we don't even see the mixed messages that mm-hmm. we're presenting somebody to in children. Disguise. Yes, mm-hmm. it makes room for manipulation really early on. It really does. Damn, I just thought about. Freaking R. Kelly with that damn hamburger mask and shit. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. Okay, so here's a question. Um, someone, hey. I remember someone saying that pedophilia was anybody that was like pre-puberty. Anybody that was like, you know, quote unquote, has gone through puberty, you know, whatever. It's, you know, statutory rape and it's still wrong, but it's not pedophilia because pedophilia has directly to do with children and like pre prepubescent. Yeah. yeah. I looked how do y'all that feel up. About that? Like, how do, I, don't, how do y'all I, I looked that, that up and that is like the actual definition of it. Um, right. I think we kind of just loop it in because I think like the, the name is like, some technical word. I feel like it's uh, pederasty, but I think it might be something different. I think it might be something different. But it also has to do with, like, you know, um, dealing with, like, kids that you that are just too young to be messing with you. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, and that's another sick thing. Because there, there is one thing where somebody likes, um, you know, somebody young because they're easier to manipulate and stuff like that. And then there's other yeah. people that like, that like babies, like people are like, oh, I remember, I think somebody said, like, oh, yeah, Kanye, Kanye West's daughter is sexy. I'm like, nigga, what's wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> like, oh. The, like, and there's always somebody with an anime character as their damn avatar or whatever. <laughs> Which, again. Eddie, yeah. Yep. See? see? <laughs> My friend said that he had to get on a lady at, at his son's daycare because she was saying she kept calling his son her boyfriend mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like uh he was like he heard it like the first time and he kind of just like you know like shrugged it off like oh my boyfriend leaving bye you know what i mean and he was like he kind of just walked out and was like eh? 
And he was like, then the next time he did, he picked him up or something. Um, she said it again. And then the way his son responded, like, like looking at her, like smiling, even though he's like two, three, three, she was like, and he was like, yes, I had a floor side. And he was like, Hey, um, like you're not my son's boyfriend, girlfriend. Like you don't need to refer to him as your boyfriend. Like he's three. You know what I mean? Like, he should mm. be looking at adults like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just not okay. And mm-hmm. he was like, he was like, and she was completely like, oh my God, like, I never even, like, she agreed with him. Like, oh, I just, like, we don't even, like, it becomes so, like, nor like, just normalized and, like, that's like, that's not okay. You know what? That's really not okay. Or, like, the fact yeah, that... It's, it's out of habit. It's out of mm. habit. And, like, the, like, the amount of um women that like now I don't want to say they flirt with my son but they're like oh he's so handsome hey handsome ooh what you you know what I mean like yeah they do and there's yeah. just like this borderline like I it's not all the way but it's like he's fine yeah you, know you gotta I mean? be he's like, yeah. like there's he, people that do that with that intention there's other people that don't it's just out of custom and then it makes it harder to tell differentiate who's who's who and you know you think about on the flip side but like girls you know they might say they oh hey pretty lady or something like that i guess i don't know i don't have no sisters i'm just making shit up they call pretty girl gorgeous yeah you know what i mean like all these things like baby girl yeah, maybe you should just stop commenting on children's appearances like that. I mean, that's you know what I really, mean. Like, yeah, I think that's really the only solution that we have. Like, yeah, because it, it's it is creepy, especially when you're not on that familiar basis with someone like that. Mm-hmm. And then to answer your question about the um the that subcategory, there is a name for it. I forgot the name for it. Where you specifically like teenagers who have hit puberty. Um, it's just a wordplay. It's still odd because the people who usually are defending that are not people who are two and three years older than these teenage girls it's people who are 25 and up like why would you want a 15 year old anyway and as Dwayne said it's mostly rooted in the need to control and I don't know if y'all remember seeing this ridiculous man's thread I don't remember his um Twitter name but he was like 30 35 or whatever and was making excuses for why it's okay for men to want um a 20 21 year old and I'm sitting here like you the first age you listed isn't even legal drinking age like what y'all finna do (laughs) what y'all finna do and his reason was because you know they're more willing to listen aka easier to manipulate um they don't give attitude uh you know they don't know anything they're still open to the world and I'm like all I'm hearing is you want a child you can boss around and make your own that's that's all I'm hearing here. So it's still rooted in that idea of pedophilia. Folks just think, oh, because we legal adults, you know, it's cool. Like dudes on Twitter who got in the habit of asking these movie stars, you know, when you turn 18, when's your 18th birthday? And I said this before on Twitter, the Chloe and um, Haley uh, sisters, mm-hmm. folks keep talking about, you know, the older or excuse me, the you know, slightly curvier one and saying, you know, oh, she can't wait to let loose. She she finna bust open. Why are y'all talking about, about y'all her are like, like that. seven yeah, years older than weird. this little girl? Why are y'all talking about her like that? 
And someone was like, oh, well, is she 21? What does it matter? <laughs> the people who are commenting are like 28 plus. And they were saying this from before she was this age. So mm -hmm. why, why are y'all so obsessed with her busting it open? Why is that y'all's business? <laughs> I found the name. It's, it's um, F-O- Ephebophilia. Yeah. Ephebophilia. Mm -hmm. Like that's the teenage love yeah, factor. And it's like, and then that, and it's in that point. That's when you're just looking at a body. Like, oh, well, you have an adult body, so now Correct. you're. It's okay. And it's like, no, there's still so much mental development that is going on, and mm -hmm. you know, like in that stage. And it's just like we don't respect all of the the whole development of the person mm. you know what i mean it's yeah. like oh your body's developed you're ready let's go you know what i mean like right. and then children buying that too like she, with my little cousin well my cousin's daughter she just turned 18 in june and she was on uh uh she said something on facebook and she had her little picture and she was like she was like boy i'm oh, 18 now and i'm legal you can harass me you know what i mean like mm. You know, I was just like, mm. oh my God, like, but I mm. already know, I already know that they've been in her inbox since at least 15. You know, yeah. I already know they've been in her inbox since at least 15, because she all, she been, like, she been popping, like, I'll be like, dang, y'all, yeah. like, I'm the, can't nobody fit nothing, like, I'll be trying to hand, like, oh, I got these extra pants and stuff, and they be like, can't nobody fit your I just yeah. that when I was a freshman. Get out of here. I'm like, yeah, I was just trying to help. Like, my, my cousin's five-year-old daughter, I gave her some shorts. Like, and she was rocking them. And I was like, this is a damn shame. But, like, mm. you know, I'm a, and it's just, like, this weird thing. Because then the children also think that that's how it should be. Like, oh, oh I, yeah. got, I, got, I got ass now. I got breasts now. Like, but, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's... Whatever. And the funny and thing like, is, we we still go through like another set of puberty when you hit your early twenties, and our mm -hmm. frontal lobe isn't even fully developed until twenty five. And they absolutely perpetuate it in school because I was talking all this stuff I was talking to a friend about. Um, we were talking about how back in school they would have like ass grab day, you know, tit grab mm -hmm. day, and it would be we'd be twelve years old and dudes be walking up, oh you ain't got nothing to offer, no man, no ass, no tits. My guy, I am twelve. I'm not even thinking about offering a man. And they were serious. And they didn't even know why they were why? serious. That's the sad part. They were so serious about it. And I'm like, I've been on this earth for 12 years. Now you you telling me I need to start, you know, talking about <laughs> getting a man. My. And a lot of the, uh, the boys that we grew up with love to have short-term memory loss as well. Like they weren't the ones doing that and then come in your DMs later. And it's not about being bitter. It's you were trying to sexualize me at this young age. So mm -hmm. now that I have a body that you find attractive and I'm older now because that's how puberty freaking works. works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you coming back at me like nothing happened. Like I'm just supposed to forgive and forget. And if I don't forgive and forget, I'm a bitter, I'm bitch, I'm all of this, all of this under the sun, you know? And it's just, it's crazy because I remember the ass grab date and, you know, now it's considered sexual harassment, but teachers will literally see these dudes go up and, you know, grabbing on us and be like, all right, all right, now cut it out. Let's cut, like, send it to the office. Oh. What do you mean cut it? 
they used to grade they used to grade all the girls by their bodies yes. um mm-hmm. so I, I think i found one one time and it was just like face you know yes and breast yes. like yes. different yeah and then it would be like a yeah, like they just like going through it, like, yes, like yes. man, I felt the fuck out of this. <laughs> like, man, I was just like, man, was I? I never had any of it, so it was just like, I got a nice face though, so you know, I'm good. Like, it was just, it was so weird of like how, how like the children sexualize like each other, and especially yes. like especially the the boys sexualizing the girls like I, i'm sure there's some girls who did it but like not on the scale oh of course uh, yeah. not on the scale yeah. of like how how the guys did it to the girls and mm-hmm. it was just like because i remember this one girl she i swear she'd been like a grown she was a grown woman from like sixth grade like she was already mm-hmm. i seen her like five or six years ago and she looked exactly the same like you got your sixth grade body and it's still a body like you know like mm-hmm. and like and I remember, like, she had, I remember, I remember Deanna had all A's all across the board, like, do, 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 do. and it was just like, you know, and that's where the whole, you start programming, um, especially women, but men get it too, but you start programming at a young age to be so obsessed with their body and their looks and how they look, like, as if that's, like, the end all be all to what's going to make you a good person or what makes you a mm-hmm. good match or like what it has, gives you value yes exactly. and it's just like where where is this coming from like i mean we know music we know like hell music and tv you know like, yeah even like the um and- even like the uh the puberty video speaking for like you know the um from from the boy from the male's perspective I remember the, the sex video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like yeah. two of them. There was there was a sex ed class like later in high school. And I think in I think it was junior high. Um, mm. they had that one, and um, you know, someone's like, you know, my penis isn't you know bigger than is 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 smaller than everyone else. Does that make me less of a man? And yo, everybody in the class was <laughs> rolling, <laughs> rolling. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, you're a child, right? <laughs> first of all, like. And that was You're one of the man. things. That was one of the things that um, that was like the worst thing that could happen to you. Like you know, obviously, I guess you know, being black, whatever. You know, if you can't fight or whatever, then yeah, that was that was something else. Like oh, you're a coward, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but then the very next thing, sometimes it depends on you know whatever. Like was that like you know that like you're not endowed or whatever, and you just had to, you just had to suck it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did in my sociology of sex class. We watched we watched the video. Um, I think it was called Private Dicks, and it was <laughs> it was basically where they interviewed all just a, a bunch of men um, about just their experiences about around their penis, about like how they you know just how they felt about it, how other people felt about it, how. And there was one guy, he was like, it's been an embarrassment my whole life. Like, it's just like one of those things where like, you know, like I just know like women are not going to like be interested in me after they see my mm-hmm. So like you just mm-hmm. kind of like, and he was like, it was, it was literally like torture for me to even try to attempt to have sex with a woman because like literally laughter 
boom, when you pull your pants down, like, or mm. just whatever. And, um, and how, like, he a lot of times just turned to prostitutes because they just gonna get the money. You know what I mean? Like, right, they're, gonna, right. they're just gonna, you know, they're asking money to, like, dudes that had, like, ridiculously large penises and, like, and how they kind of almost had a not a similar experience but how like many women turned them down because of it or them having yep. to learn that they can really hurt, hurt someone yeah. <laughs> 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 but them learning that they could really like hurt like literally hurt someone with mm-hmm. it and like all the, it was it was a really interesting like it was a really interesting thing to hear like how much emphasis and how much importance for men was really put on you know like their penis size and like how they you know carried themselves how they felt about themselves then they did the we did another video where it was women and it talked about like breasts and that Mm. was like and in both videos they invited the people who were interviewing to like be naked and like in the women's video a lot of them were like topless and like doing the, the interview in the men's video it might have been like 40 percent were like mm. this is what i'm working with and it was it was weird because it wasn't like everybody who was big was like yeah or everybody who was you know small was like i don't want to be naked it was like you know they definitely based on how they felt about their body and wanting to like just expose it but it was it was kind of eerie how similar the feelings were in respects to like the body, like just the whole, like the shame thing or like not feeling as valuable because you don't have breasts or do have breasts or, you know, whatever, don't have a big penis or have a small penis or all these yeah. things. So and you know what kind of uh, contributes to that um, unrealistic expectation? Porn. <laughs> Man. So. And dressing out in school. I used to think that was the most uncomfortable thing. Dressing yeah. out for the gyms, like forcing the children to just change in front of strangers was the oh. weirdest concept to me. Mm. <laughs> Especially because yeah. it's so but. weird in our culture. Like yeah. when I was in Holland, like no one had a problem. Like no, everybody would just get naked and like do their thing and shower and like the chip from the, the little children. Like I remember we walked in the gym and there was like five-year-olds, like maybe not five, they were probably like nine-year-olds that had a basketball game before us. And then we were going in the locker room and they were all like just showering, like completely naked, like talking to each other, like, yeah, no, but like talking about the game and it was completely normal. But here, like let you be in a in a in a locker room and like literally walk around naked with a towel over your shoulder. People are gonna be like, What the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like so mm-hmm. when it's not it's so contrary to our culture, and then you force and I thought it was weird. They used to make the boys shower. They never made us shower in 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 gym after gym class. Like the boys mm. had to shower after gym class. Mm. We never did. I was yeah, like, it was pushed on them more. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah. super that's, weird. That is weird, cause um, I mean, with us, but like with me and Jim, like you didn't, you only really had to do that for like if you was on the team or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is weird that they didn't have the girls shower. I remember like when I um. Cause when I was grew up in the boroughs, like gym was just I don't even remember what gym was. Like it just you know we like we played outside. But then I remember going to gym, it was like, yeah, so you gotta like, you know, you gotta change for like you gotta wear like, you know, shorts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You gotta change them. It's like, why am I 
and you know, this is before I guess this is when I'm growing up, so I still had on briefs, you know, the, the dun dun and shit, and I'm just like tiny <laughs> 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 and I was like, "You bastards!" And I had to really sit there. One Christmas, like, look, I can't, I can't do this brief shit no more. <laughs> I need some boxers. I used to wear boxers. like, yeah, because I used to wear the um, I used to end up wearing like basketball shorts underneath my um. joint. So my nuts was probably smelling like crazy. <laughs> 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 but Whoa. you know, I was just, I was very, you know, self conscious about that. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, I mean, I didn't really like that anyway. Like mm-hmm. back when, um, like swimming trunks, like the the little, not speedos, but like damn near, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I was like, ew, I'm a, I'm a boy, <laughs> I'm a boy. <laughs> like I'm like eight years old. Like I feel mad, like naked right now. Like, cause like in my mind, I'm thinking like, yo, this is no different than being in my underwear and right. seeing. Yeah cartoons whenever somebody's in their underwear or like in their boxes or whatever they're ashamed you see that mm-hmm. so that puts that in your mind you need to be ashamed of your body yep yes. it's yeah. so and that that was like culture shock to me to be over in holland i was, remember one time because then we were in the shower after a tournament so i'm like trying to act normal because they're all acting so like not mm-hmm. about the shower and i'm like was never like ashamed of my body but i was just like okay i'm not like trying to have conversation i don't know these bitches like this. <laughs> like y'all yeah. just in the shower like having full-blown conversations so like i'm showering and like i feel a finger on my back and i was like like oh what the? like and the thing about i have a tattoo on my back and tattoos are not are not we're not a not really a thing like most people do not have tattoos or at least in holiday where like they did not have mm. there was maybe like one tattoo parlor or two in the whole in utrecht like you know they were like no people don't get tattoos here like that so she was just like oh my god you have a t-, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you have a t-. she just touched you know she just literally like touched my tattoo but it's just weird because i'm in my head like i'm trying not to be weird about being in the shower being completely naked front of these people that I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I properly, I, I feel like I need to be groomed, mm. right? Like, what am I got going on? Then you feel a finger on your back and you're just like... <laughs> yeah, you feel like you in jail, like you dropped the soap. Yes! <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. gracious. Like, but it was so... Like, after a while, like, I just got used to it and I was like, this feels normal, though. You know what I mean? Like, not to be so obsessed and, like, body-crazed that mm. we are in like the US culture as opposed mm. to like European culture, like not being so like just shame, any shame around your body at all. Cause it literally all kinds of shapes of women I saw just walking around naked in the locker room, like not even attempting to cover up at like, you know, what would be considered like a LA fitness or something like that. Like mm-hmm. just like, like towel. you got a towel, but the towel's just over your shoulder. Like you ain't mm-hmm. even like nobody is wrapping anything mm-hmm. and everybody, yeah. I mean, old booty, young booty, saggy booty, like everything, like everything is just there and nobody is like looking at anybody, mm-hmm. but they're having a conversation, but nobody right. is like looking like, oh, well, you know, it was just like, we have such a fucked up culture in the US, yes. like, and then you blame porn, like you have to blame, like you, like, porn is some weird shit. Like, I'm down for the lack of shame, but I don't need no one touching my back. I know, right? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's wild. But the point, like, I think porn is a big part of, like Dwayne was saying, like that, 
unrealistic expectations, sexualizing people way too early because you can get it so easily. Mm -hmm. Like, and just, like, it's just a whole host of problems with porn. Yeah, as um, someone that was exposed to that, probably, I think I might have been 11, 11, maybe 12. And this is before, you know, the pop-up blockers and stuff like that. So when things started to um, show up and it would go down the rabbit hole and then I started seeing people my own age, which was weird. Like, it was even weird then. I'm like, ew. And then, like, then animals started showing up. And it was just like, yo, what? Like, what is going? Yeah, I was like, yo. And it just just kept popping up, like, bloop. Oh, you think that's messed up? Bloop. Bloop. And I was like, I X out of it. There's something, oh, you think that's nasty? And then you see like a butthole. Like it was just crazy. Like Yeah. They just throwing in your face back then. Yeah. yeah. I remember I remember the first like sex scene I saw. I was way too young, way too fucking young to be seeing any of it. But it was basic instinct with Sharon Stone. And I remember my mom and like somebody, I know my mom was there, they were watching it. And like I wasn't like in the room in the front room with them watching it but i was like off to the side playing with toys like so mm-hmm. all i had to do was like look up at an angle and it was like damn like oh whoa you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and i was just like oh i should not be watching this mm-hmm. like this is not you know i don't think i should be seeing this but no one is like acting like i'm right. like not no here so, like, you. <laughs> just that i'm curious so i'm like like you know and then from there then we had we had skinamax so then it was like soft porn central um mm-hmm. after like hell nine ten o'clock you just flip it to the channel oh that was <laughs> there is um you know some naked white people because it was always mm. white people <laughs> yeah and, like it is just like keeps going and then i do remember the first time i saw like i used to have this thing where like I would be I would be intrigued about people who had sex with animals. I would be like, there's no way, there's there's no way this lady's about to have sex with this horse. Oh my gosh, she's having sex with the horse. Like, there's no way this lady is about to let this dog. Oh wow. Like just yeah. like that was unbelievable. Like that was just completely like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, are people that obsessed mm. with sex that like you will just let yeah. anything like stick anything in you or like the men that were having sex with vacuum hoses and like really like is mm. it that like is that serious and it's like it's weird and then mm. also like they have that and then they have like they have videos of people doing that stuff mm-hmm. and like yeah. yeah it was just it was just crazy and it definitely will put you down a rabbit hole like just how that just how that happened and then you know I remember like you know, I wasn't really super familiar with the whole concept of browser history and stuff like that. And my dad, like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that was the awkward conversation. I was like, Bob, I was just trying to see some titties, and then like all this other stuff just happened, and like, I, I don't look. Like, I don't even want to do it anymore. Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, you can, you can take the computer. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, and you know that definitely 
you know, warp some things. Um, but at the same time, I think that all things considered, I turned out all right. Because um, I know, like, back in the day, um, I lived in a pretty, I've always lived in a pretty mixed, but like somewhat blackish kind of um, environment. Um, and I remember, like, in my neighborhood back in high school, what would happen is whenever, like, a new girl would move into the neighborhood, you know, niggas would squad up and be like, yeah, so we all going to shoot our shot at whoever, you know, is successful, you know, then we going, you know, pass it around. And I'm sitting there look, listening to this. I'm just like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, this is what y'all doing? And then, you know, somebody was like, yo, you got to make sure that you start with, you know, start with a white girl. Don't start with nothing bad. You know what I'm saying? Because then you got to you gotta have your reputation. It's not going to be good. You're not going to be good at it. So you got to, you know, I'm just like, no, <laughs> like that's yeah. that's a dub. It's weird. Like, it is. It's My so situation weird. with a lot of porn and uh, sexual stuff like that was the point of view of the observer. So I'm one of those people for certain things. I don't gotta experience it. <laughs> I will hear other people's experiences and go off of that. But I will say that I have this. Um, white friend in middle school i don't remember if it was uh sixth or seventh grade probably sixth grade because he fell out in seventh grade uh but she i would go over her house because she was literally right down the street like it was a two-minute walk um and she's the one who showed me my first porno like she just pulled up on the computer one day and it was um it was white lesbian porn so it threw me off anyway because I was like, I don't like girls, and as far as I'm aware, you don't like girls. So what is this? And she, I mean, there was no no the computer was just open. Like her parents would be like, oh yeah, go down in the den and do it if you want, sweetie. And I'm just like, um, okay, yeah, all right, whatever. But she she showed it to me, and it didn't it didn't do anything for me. It did make me want to watch porn from like a um. I'm trying to get off since I got like research based like on curiosity. Yes. Yeah, like, I was like, what is this? Like I was completely mind blown. I was like, what what is this? Is this like a thing? Do people record them? Is this a job? Like and so <laughs> I had so many questions. Oh, questions. <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't even on no getting off. I just was so curious. And then my mom loved to watch Lifetime a lot growing up. So I don't remember the name of it, but it was this two-part documentary that we watched. It ended up being four hours total that talked about sex trafficking and young girls. Um, I want to say it was like Ukrainian-based, but it started out over in America where um, a lot of the girls would get taken at young age, kidnapped, parents will willing, willingly, excuse me, give them away, whatever have you. And they just went through the many stages of sex trafficking. And some of them would get sold to, you know, men who wanted the girls and is a broad amount of ages like it was as young as five as old as like barely legal 17 and it just showed how they get groomed for porn they get groomed for you know and I remember reading something too I don't remember where I found that how a lot of porn where you see the girls crying or you know that's real that's not scripted like those you know gang bang videos that. everyone yeah. loves yeah that is not yeah. scripted and the whole in the slapping in the yes. whatever mm -hmm. yeah Yes, and the documentary that my mom and I watched, and that was at a young age um, as well, uh, they said that most women who played those roles 
were sexual assault victims, even though they were acting, that actually happened to them. And that's what made, you know, the docudrama so real. But um, yeah, mine was just like a research because I, I was confused. I didn't know that this is a real job. And then when I would hear other dudes talk about uh, porn and what this, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so late to the party. Like what's, <laughs> people have been watching this since they were like seven. <laughs> it just yeah. it blew my mind. And like, up until probably maybe 13 or 14, it was all for like comedic purposes. I guess like you were curious. Yeah. I remember, um, man, white people would get you into all kinds of shit. Don't they though? I hate to say it, but don't they though? They threw this joint on and, you know, I was just. Because I guess it was still funny. It was still, you know, I'm still kind of immature. Like, oh, boobs, you know, whatever. <laughs> but then at the end, it was, um, I think it was a guy and two girls. And they ended up, uh, what's it called? Snowballing, I believe it is. And I was just sitting there like, yo, what? <laughs> what? 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 Like, it was just, again, like, just very weird very like yeah. and it just seemed like the more disgusting it was it was just like it's just this is weird but i can't stop watching it, it just, and that's how i think it gets you because it's just like who thinks of this stuff who think like no one is no one no one would naturally think of some of these things to do during intimacy it was yeah. somebody you supposedly have a connection with and like love like yeah. you, like you and would not be like that's like yeah, like the whole concept of the money shot was just like, who yeah. thought of that? Like, yeah. But it's, I remember. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just like, it's just so much. Oh. Like, it's just, it's just it overwhelming is. to like, who, why? Like, and you know, it all comes from porn. Like, you know, anytime yeah. somebody like wants to do these things, it's like, they saw it in a porn like that because right. that's, that's where not it it's not from. a natural it's not a natural feeling and i remember um not too long ago a couple months ago i was go visiting my mom and i was taking her to the sex store just because that's the only place in her town that has incense like that's all i was trying to buy <laughs> incense like i'm so Yo. serious <laughs> there's like two smoke shops and i called them and they're like no we don't sell incense i'm like what? I really gonna take my mom to the sex shop? Like, but their prices are good, so, you know. <laughs> but anyway, she was like, you know, making her little jokes. And I was like, Ma, I promise you, I just make a beeline for the incense and I get out of there. Like, I don't even go to the right side of the store. It's right there in the left corner. Like, I know exactly <laughs> where it is. And there was this couple that was in there. And the girl was not having it at all. Her dude was trying to get her into this thing and this thing. And he was like, you know, can I get this? Or And she was just cussing him out in the store. And you could tell that he'd been watching, like, all this porn from a young age. Because she was like, you know, what bitch you doing that with? Because I don't do that. You know I'm not down for that. And rightfully so. I couldn't yeah. even imagine ever being angry because he knew it. And then when they were ringing out, he was asking the um the cashier like some questions and knowing the cashier would genuinely answer and she just grabbed him and was like nah we getting out of here and 
I can't even be mad at her because one, he knew this before he got with his girl and clearly uh-huh. they've been together for a long time. And two, he over there, you know, trying to play out these fantasies. And I hear often from people too, a lot of my guy friends, they don't even really enjoy it when they do it. They do it because they saw it on a pornography. And then when they actually try to do it, they don't mentally screwed up the both of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of that um, with people that have engaged in sodomy, but um, oh God. <laughs> not not really my thing. But anyway, um, I've Come been on. to those kind of. Where you shit out of? Why would yeah. you something where you shit out of? I mean, they yeah. say that's, that's, that's my disclaimer. Okay, we can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> can't tell if she queefing it. Anyway, the point is um, <laughs> so like I remember um, I've been to one like maybe like three or four times in my life. Each time was with a woman and a lot of times it was funny but every time there was like points where I was just like ill. It was just like I just felt my skin crawl. Like it just it's so much and I think the weirdest one I went to was um in the village. This is like at least ten years ago. The girl I'm with now. Um, we was there, we had just went to a concert and we were just, you know, around the village. Well, for people that, you know, are not from New York, the village is where the village people are from. <laughs> gotcha. So there's a there's a lot of, you know, like um I think the uh the cashier had, you know, like the um some sort of like lollipop uh rainbow uh dangling uh necklace or something like that. She was trying to hit on whatever. And I would just see all this kind of stuff. And then they have like little peep shows and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, we are a sick society. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's like two in the morning. And we just, you know what I'm saying? And there's just people peep just out here. And just the most. But then you know, people like, 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 um, Hope was saying, like, people like to, a, a lot of people watch porn, like, a lot of people watch porn, and then they like to not think that it contributes to all of this other stuff, like pedophilia, mm-hmm. like sex trafficking, like, all, they like to pretend like they're not feeding and this so. system, like, mm-hmm. feeding all of that hell just whatever they're not feeding it and it's like y'all it's all a part of the like the same thing it's all a part of that sex culture so like you can't separate you Mm. watching porn from sex trafficking Mm. you know what i mean you can't separate you know the woman who might actually willing be willingly be selling it on her own in her house from the woman that is kidnapped into it like you can't you can't separate and say like I only support this or that because it's all feeding it's all feeding the same culture and the same system and keeping it going because it's like supply and demand. So like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like so if, if there's a if there's a big demand for it, then people who don't care about selling children or stealing people are like, "Hey, we're trying to get in on that money." Mm-hmm. And at least we so we're going to, you know, hey, listen. We going we going it's capitalism, you know what I mean? Like, hey, there's money to be made. You like having sex with women and giving them money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some women do it, or you know what I mean, or men, or whatever. Um, so it's like, 
you can't you got to throw all of it away you know what i mean like you can't right. keep your little you know we like to try to compartmentalize things in u.s culture and try to separate it as if they're like i can keep this little part of it without right. it adding to the bigger problem like if mm. everybody keeps their little part that's the problem like that right. is the problem are you willing to let it go in order to have a healthy culture or are you yeah. just so sex crazed because i have a my, i have a friend right now who like literally is like said like it's almost an addiction to the point to where like not an addiction like you can't stop watching it but like to where he has trouble having sex with women and getting off because he mm because of porn you know what i mean because that like, mm. he's like perfected watching porn and getting himself off so like he has a tra like he can sometimes like not get off with like with women because he just has yeah. these kinks yeah like he has yeah. these, like certain kinks and stuff that like and i'm like dude you might want to stop watching porn. you might mm. want to just not have sex yeah. for a while he's like there's just this beast in me that's what he says there's just a beast <laughs> like yeah he like I'm he desensitized like, like, yeah. I was like that for a little bit. Now, the thing with me is, and it was just like something that was instinctual. I'm not even sure like why, but like whenever I was like talking to somebody, and this isn't like oh, I just ran into some girl in college, so now I'm stop. But like I would just, I would stop watching that. Um, I just, it just that would just take up my time. That like felt filled that void, if you will. Yeah. So, and you know that I've left that you know in the past the whole process. As far as like you know, watching that, realizing the the psychological effects and stuff like that, and that was one of the things. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna stop doing that because, I mean, I'm having women in tears. Like, oh my god, I mean, that good enough? And you know, all this other stuff. Yo, oh man, mm -hmm. definitely. Like that's his. That is his story. Like that is literally his. And then story. he's like, "I be tired." He's like, "I don't. I want. Like, I want to too, but then I don't know." Yeah. Like, yeah, like it'll be hours, and then you know, once they get, you know, um, <laughs> once they feel like they exhausted all resources, then they start, you know, offering like weird things, and I'm just like, yes, because they think hey. that's what they need to, <laughs> yeah, to get I'm you like, off. Yeah, like, mm -mm. no, mm -mm. Yes. Like, you don't even know my last name. We're not doing this. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, that's that's facts, and and it's it's. I guess with all the programs that are out here, I really don't understand how people don't understand that there's deeper psycho psychological, excuse me, things with all of this. Like when I made my tweet a couple months ago about, you know, if you don't, if you can't admit that porn is complicit, you know, trafficking, then uh, you probably have an addiction yourself, something like that. Mm -hmm. And folks in the comments was like, oh, you mean child porn, right? No, I mean all porn where do you think that they get the the porn stars from they don't just yeah. you know they start them out as children and groom them up into these ages like the barely legal category they, yeah. they, do you understand what barely legal means like no it's not just child porn if i meant child porn i would have said that and then that girl who when porn hub got exposed which is just one of many um and they're like oh here's an ethical porn website like ethical porn what does that even mean? That's the, what, that's the joke of the century. Ethical porn website ran by women. So women pimps. That's what you're telling me right here. Madams. <laughs> exactly. Female pimps. You're telling me it's a bunch of madams, okay? I, I think there is a... Um, I think they do have 
when was the last time I checked, which wasn't a while ago. It was like um, I think it's called like female friendly, maybe. Mm. And I was like, ew. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you it know, it just makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I just. Uh, but it's like you, trying to take something that's completely fucked up and make it less fucked up. Yeah. yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Or like, okay, it's not going to be so damaging to, right. you know what I mean, to the psyche, but it's just a little bit damaging. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, come on. And now, then y'all. also, I know that you had mentioned, you know, as far as like other cultures, like Eastern culture, that it's not as sexual, like, you know, when they're naked, but then like they're. Their cinema. The trafficking numbers are high. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, they have the whole red light district. Don't the, get me wrong. The trafficking numbers like, is high. The edge consent is low, and they be peeing yeah. on people. Yeah. What? No, you remember? I that went long? to the red district once while I was there. Like in our little, we went. No, I never went. I walked past it in the town where I actually live. Like they was like my teammate was like, "That's our red district," and they she was like just kept walking. But when we went to Amsterdam. Like we walked through it right before it turned dark, so it was like you know, right getting to be dark, and we walked through it because she was like, yeah, like we don't go down there at dark, you know what I mean? And it was yeah. already like women in the window, and it's like sixteen, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's naked women in the window at sixteen. Like which one do you want? Hey, but it's like so it wasn't not that they don't have their own issues, of course, but it's like it's. It's really like a separate world, though, because you have like the people who go to the red district, and then you have the people that like won't be caught in the red district. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in the U.S., it's just so normalized. Like, right. just it's more people do it than not. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. Like, so, because I think it's more suppressed. Mm-hmm. It's more. It's more suppressed. But at the same time, it's like. Everyone, I'm not gonna say everyone does it, but like you know that some people do. Like I remember, like back in the day, like again, like in like high school, like you know, yeah, that's why you be whacking off. That's like I remember, like one of my um my boy's older sister would say that. She's like, yeah, you know, you should show up as a lube. I'm sitting there like, ouch, <laughs> like what do you mean? But yeah, it's just like some people would be like ashamed that other people like they was like, nah, I do that. And and now I know you see it on Twitter. They got that thing. With the lobster from my uh, SpongeBob, and it's like me, and then just hide some punches somebody else. It's like my meat, <laughs> like oh, <yes. laughs> I'm like Yo. my meat jokes. Yes, yeah, some it, things be. <laughs> and it's funny, but at the same time, it's like yo, you're you're proud of that. Yeah. Like if you really think about it, like if you isolate the situation, like you're sitting here touching yourself while looking at a screen of other people that you do not know. Yeah, no. It's weird. It's it's kind of gay too. If we being if we being real about it, and I remember where it was Dubai. I was like, where was that trip that all them girls were going to Dubai? When those stories ended up coming out about how um, they were, you know, going. The men didn't even want to have sex with the women. They just wanted to torture them. They wanted to literally shit on them. Like, and if they (laughs) went through with the whole thing. You know, they got, you know, 10 grand or whatever at the end of it all. And they were over there recruiting other girls, you know, come to Dubai, do this and that. And, you know, it, it took so long for people to catch on. I'm like, why do you think they're getting free trips across the country? Like, 
what do you think is you just think oh just i'm just rich wealthy and i just want to spoil a girl no because while those cultures may not have as much of a taboo or nudity where they um where they have their issues is they still don't respect women they might be they might be even more patriarchal, at least outwardly, than we are here. And that's the mm-hmm. issue. And that's mm-hmm. why that trafficking is so high. And I mean, that's low-key a form of trafficking too. The girls from Dubai, like, hey, yeah. come on over. I'll show you where to go. I'll introduce you to the men who are yep. going to torture you. Um, I'll get you paid. I'm going to be your pimp, low-key. Like, it's yep. a pyramid scheme trafficking thing. Like, yeah. yeah, I think I almost got, I, somebody tried to sex traffic me when I was in Holland. Cause um, I was at a club and the guy was like, and it was a guy. He spoke French and Dutch, but I, he was a black. It was an African, and he was like, um, so we were trying to have a conversation because French is kind of close to Spanish, and I was a little more fluent in Spanish back then. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're trying to like work out this conversation because there's no other dark. There's not a lot of dark people in the like in the club. So we're just having this conversation, and he like um, we. So we ended up exchanging numbers, and he sent me an email. And then the email, like, he had. And while we we're there, he had said he like he knew a few words in English. He said something like modeling and blah blah blah. And I was just like, mm-hmm. whatever, I'm, I'm here flag. exactly right. So like, so then he like sends me an email and has all this information and whatever. And he's like, okay, yeah, meet me here. And it was like, in like the next town. And I was like, no, just meet me downtown, like mm-hmm. where we in the same place in the mm-hmm. same fucking city where we met. Like just meet mm-hmm. me at the like train station and that like out, you know, the out part, whatever. Like where there's lots of people at the fucking Starbucks. We didn't have a Starbucks mm-hmm. at the Starbucks, like right there. And then he was like, oh, well, I, I'll send you the money for the train. That's not what we're talking about. The so they finally, finally, he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 that's cool. So then I go like, like, like an hour before we had something else to do. So I go and I'm just chilling at the Starbucks. I already kind of felt like after those emails that it wasn't going to show up, but I was really kind of curious about how this, like, how this could go. So they, they never showed up or whatever. And my teammate was like, met me down there later. And she was like, oh my God, I was so scared. And she was like, why she go? Cause that's how they sex traffic. You know, like that's how they steal women here is they say they want you to come out and they invite you to this like random off the road place. And then like, no one ever sees you again. I was like, I know that's why I was like, meet me at Starbucks down at the downtown station. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was just curious to like, how this kind of like how this really works because i even remember we're leaving the club he was like tapped his friend and he was like pointing at me like yeah her that one right there and it was just weird it was a weird 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 vibe of like what like what i was getting and i was like i'm still but my curious ass was like let me see what's really going on here (laughs) like Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've never expected them to show up after the emails. So they like were so intent on getting me to some little town in Holland that I didn't even know. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, first of all, there's only like ten towns in Holland, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I don't even. Why would I go to this? Like, why would I go there when we mm-hmm. met here? Like, it was. But I was just super curious about how like how this all goes, and I was like, it's literally that easy. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'll meet you there. Like. And then, bam, like, no one ever sees you again. Like, mm-hmm. super weird. Yeah, it is. And I feel like they have some sort of, 
I feel like there's some sort of level of brainwashing that goes on with that too. Um, yeah, I mean, they definitely literally drug the girls like senseless. The documentary mm-hmm. my mom and I watch, like they're conscious enough to literally just say that they're conscious, but they not. There's no fight. There's no nothing. They're just mm-hmm. awake. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, and it's always <sighs> it's always the white ones. You know, they're just like, hey, <laughs> and you said, like, you know, stuff like that, you know, as they're saying, like, degrading things about themselves. Yeah. And they're just like, as they're going, like, yes, insult me, insult me. And I'm just sitting there, like, in hindsight, it's like, first of all, that was always annoying to me. And then in hindsight, it's like, yo, it's like you're trying to. I don't know. Like you're you're giving that person pleasure and degrading yourself. And if that's the case, then you really shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. It's like I don't like that shit at all. Like like you know what I mean? Like that is super weird. And like I've I got had a couple guys like kinda like say some like off the wall like shit like um, no, I'm not your slut, thanks. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. excuse me? Like where did when when did we when did we get here? Like when did yeah. when did that when did you decide to just slide that in? Like fuck up the whole oh, yes, fucked it all up. Yes. I'm I'm good. We're, we're done. Like, we're done. Slide out like, for real? Yeah, for real. Cause I think you got me confused with somebody else because that's really not the whole energy that I came with that like, we've ever had. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they just be trying it. They don't even wait to see if that's what you want or if you've been that kind of girl just because they don't know what girls in the past. They just slide it in and hope it works. Yeah, and keep it pushing. I, I didn't even know niggas use the word slide. I thought it was like a white boy thing. Um, oh, no. No, no, no. That is a male thing. <laughs> so I just looked Man. up the etymology of, of the word slut. It's Middle English of unknown origin, whatever that means. Um <laughs> I guess it has like it was birth in a glory hole. Um, so it says the meaning is a dirty, a dirty, slovenly, or untidy woman. So what does it have yeah. to do with sex? Absolutely nothing. Again, with the dirtiness and the sex coming together, yeah. because that said nothing to do with sex. That's just a dirty, a dirty ass woman. So any woman yeah. that has sex is a dirty ass woman now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like just the yeah. subtle how that culture like. And that's why folks have to look at the root meaning of words because definitions change. Definitions yep. change throughout the years, throughout the decades. Shit, we've had LOL added to the dictionary. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. So you yep. have to look at the etymology. I think when I looked up the etymology of pornography too, it literally meant to traffic. So I was like, well, there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. We're definitely like, goodness gracious. Yeah, so I mean, I've also heard that um, even like strippers or whatever, like if someone was, I heard somebody say like if they're stripping at eighteen, trust me, they wasn't just stripping at eighteen. No, not <laughs> like, at all. Yeah, they weren't waiting until eighteen to go to the strip club. Mm-mm. Yeah, and even like you know to go back to the pedophilia thing, I'm just thinking about like some of the phrases that people would say like, "Oh, you're getting so big now," or "Oh, you're a big girl," like, "Uh oh, you're about to be legal." Like, <laughs> excuse me. Like mm, I even, yeah, I'm even thinking about like when I first got on Twitter, like 2009. 
and this girl, um, I think she was just turning 18, and I didn't have no interest in her. But again, I think it was just a custom to like say, like, oh, uh oh, somebody's legal now, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I said something goofy like, um, uh oh, guess I could shoot my shot now. Well, not shoot my shot, but I said something. I don't know what I said, but it was not, yeah. it was not appropriate. But and it is a custom, yeah, because like, I, I, yeah, because I didn't have like no intention. Like young girls annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> but it's a, it's a culture. It's yeah, a culture. it is. Like eighteen, like. Oh, we can like the prey is legal. Like somebody like is just like they just sitting there salivating, yeah. waiting. Even if you're yeah. not, like even if you're, that's not what you're doing. It's just the culture of like, damn. Now it's like I don't know, something's turned on, but I don't even want that. But it's just the fact that it's eighteen, and I can't have it now. Exactly. I got yeah. I gotta say something about it, or I gotta that, like address it, or I like it's that forbidden yeah. fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. I remember at college, I used to think it was a joke when dudes were like, "Oh, we waiting for the freshman girls, blah blah blah." And the then freshman, I saw, uh, yeah, and then I saw it happen, and I was like, "Wait, y'all really be waiting to get freshman girl meal plans? Like, y'all really be flirting with them and having sex with them for food? Like, this is a just, real thing?" Like, yes. <laughs> I remember Dang. our coach had, she had our, my coach had that talk with me when I was like a freshman there. Like, she was like, so I know, you know, she was like, you're pretty and, you know, you be careful with the, you know, with all the boys here because they like the freshmen. They call you fresh meat and then I'll do this, 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 and that. And I was like, what? Because I was just always so oblivious to how, how easily other people were manipulated because that wasn't me. You know what I mean? So I was like, well, I don't give a fuck what they do, what they say, how they come. Like, if I ain't doing it, I ain't doing it. Like, period, point blank. Like, so, but I saw it happen to, like, the, the ones that came in under us, like, from, like, somebody. I never found out who I narrowed it down to a few teammates, but, like, to getting trains ran on them by the football team. You know what I mean? And like stuff like that. And I'm like, mm, like they fully taking advantage of like these young girls wanting to be like popular or accepted or like seen as cool. Like, cause you know, if all of the football players like talk to you when you're in the cafeteria or like when you're, you know what I mean? Like that gives you this like status upgrade. And you know what I mean? That gives you the status upgrade that makes, you know, other people treat you a certain way or like wonder who you are. And like, I was so oblivious to all of these things when I was in college, like that people was really still trying to be popular. And so I'm like, we in college trying to get an education to get a job. Who's mm. popular? Like, what are you, right. what are you talking about Why does about that matter here? Why does that even all. matter? Like, why does that even matter? But I guess that's probably easy for me to say because I was on the basketball team, like people knew who I like who I was, so I didn't like value it really. You know what I mean? I always try to go under the radar. Like I don't want anybody to be like, Oh, I seen her. No, you didn't see me, don't know who I am. Like Yeah, I think it's just people they always want what they can't have. If they've never been someone that's gotten attention. Because when you get attention, like being popular is annoying. Like it's cool that you know you're you're well known and you may be connected, you know, those are good connections, but at the same time you're also a target. Sometimes yeah. you don't want to like be talking to people, and then it's like, damn. People and then you see somebody from across the room, want. like, mm-hmm. yo, my man. I'm just like, I don't feel like talking right now. Like, <laughs> actually, man. I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm just thinking about like back in college. Um, I went to an HBCU, and uh, 
I remember there was a white girl there. I'm sitting there like, what's she doing here? And I knew it was going to happen because I've been black my whole life. And it was like, yeah, this one girl, like, they just said something about, she was like, what's the train? And then the rest was history. I'm just sitting there like, oh, shaking wow. my head. <laughs> I ain't never seen her again after that, actually, so. Yeah. Oh, right. And then Whoa. it was this other chick that, um, freshman year, um, I guess she did something on film and then it got leaked throughout the whole campus. And yeah, that was that was bad. I believe she transferred at that point. Yeah, I seen We're friends on uh, a guy that I was talking to, like um she I think she actually ran track or something. But like I heard a story, like he was like, where's another dude was like, Oh, you see him with her? Da, da, da. I was like, I mean, I don't know what the fuck they got going on. He was like, Man, I heard that like he brought her to back to the apartment and like has the boys team, at least like five of them all like like go in the room, come out, go in the room, come out, go in the room, like go in the room, come out. And I was like, Ew. I'm not even thinking. <laughs> My first thought was y'all nasty. Like that, I right. didn't even think about her. I was like, y'all nasty. I'm just going mm-hmm. in behind each other. Like that's nasty. But like again, yeah. but then what does that mean? Like so now when they see you, they're like, hey, what's up? And like all this stuff. And like you know, mm-hmm. now you feel accepted and like hey, all this sis. stuff. Yep. Oh. I saw. My thing was I saw a uh, sorority, like you know, pledges. Um, get to the party. It's early, like it's it's hell. It's a football party. It's hellier. early. They had rented a house out in this housing edition. How the hell they got this fucking house? I don't know. But they was renting this house in the housing edition, and like it's we get there super early because we like we just I'm like fuck with y'all like just why, why y'all setting up for the party? And like this is young girl. She clearly she's like freshman, maybe a sophomore, but she's already toe back, and it's like nine. Like, mm, she's no. already, like, done for. And so, of course, a couple more people come to the party, get to going, and then, like, all of a sudden, I notice, like, oh, it's, like, people are, it's not that many people here yet, but, like, where did everybody go? You know what I mean? Like, why is it everybody here? So, you know, I let it go. And then maybe, like, an hour later, I see, like, literally one of the football guys, like, carrying her down the stairs. My mm. first thought was, like, she just super, super drunk. You know what I mean? Like, so she, like, why was she in the room and why was it like four or five other dudes in that room and then why were her pledge sisters in the room too like Mm -hmm. is this what pledging is about like because now i'm like so y'all got her drunk before y'all even brought her here Mm -hmm. because she didn't drink there you know what i mean right she brought her here for that and you supposed to be my sister after this? Bitch, fuck you. Like, you know what I mean? I, that, that was the kind of shit that was like, that's some damn near sex traffic type behavior. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, on some, like, that shit's mad weird. Like, Yeah, and, you know, I'm just thinking of, like, stories like that, like, even on, like, high school. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know, after after basketball practice, which is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Like and I mean quiet is kept. You know, kids don't really know how to like really wash wash until they get older. So it's really disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> really, really disgusting. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I've even heard niggas talk like, yo. Sometimes I'd be like, man. 
I gotta like, you know, I gotta salute these women at the same time. Like, you nasty. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know you smell this because I smell it from up here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, beginning, you know, back on topic, like, what can we do about this? Um, you know, it's it's clear that, you know, there's definitely an agenda going on, that there's definitely, um, this is definitely a practice that goes on by the elites that's trying to be normalized by other people and just to be, um, they're trying to slowly spoon feed it to us by, you know, getting a bit more perverse and normalizing certain things. So what do we do to combat that? Um, you know, in your uh, honest opinions. Uh, I feel like one of the biggest things is to stop. First of all, you gotta be honest that it's what you're looking at, you know, uh, helps fuel that like stop watching porn <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard for people to stop you know stop watching these shows that are clearly you know having subliminal messages like I've never seen so many people fight for a show until Big Mouth and they're like oh you know it's for children but it's drawn by adults why the hell are Somebody adults? said that was for children and, no people have argued like up and down for that show saying that it's supposed to teach children about puberty you're supposed to watch it with your children it's a family show and i'm like <laughs> yo hell no look honestly some folks gonna have to just burn in the fire i mean that's it just is what it is some people are not going to change and are not trying to change mm-hmm. but to stop it i mean the whole system behind it gotta go but as far as baby steps just be honest with yourself in that this stuff that you're watching you know aids in that aids in trafficking you know biggest thing that people have an issue with this porn so just stop watching porn (laughs) and then check yourself and what i you know my motto is always self first so check yourself and see what else you might be you know not maybe unintentionally complicit to uh, check your boys, your girls. Cause a lot of, you know, guys just kind of let their homeboys slide in disrespect. Same thing with girls. They'll let their, you know, girlfriends be in situations or, uh, you know, not speak up whenever something's going on. So mm-hmm. just open your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's culture, you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, when we, people have to accept that, this, it is a part of the culture. Porn is a part of the culture. Sex trafficking, pedophilia, that's all a culture. That's all fueled by the same thing. And that's just the over-sexualization of everything. Like, sex is something sacred. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is not... Should we talk about... Should we be recording it for other people to watch? Mm-hmm. Period. You know what I mean? Is that something that should be done? Is that something productive at all? No, it's not. Like what what good does it do for someone to be watching you have sex? Like what good does it do for some for you to be watching someone else connect with someone else? Like it, it there's there's no good in it. It's only more degradation. It's only lead it only leads to more issues, more like we said for men becoming desex, uh, desensitized. You know what I mean? To try and all these, want to try all these crazy, like, disrespectful things with women. And, like, it's a part of the culture. So, like, let it, it, like, we, like, you can't keep bits and parts of it. Like, you can't keep bits and parts of it. You have to be honest that you're feeding all of this other shit when you're watching porn, when you're letting all these 
uh, being okay with all of these cartoons having this like mm -hmm. underlying sexual thing. Like I remember going to see Shrek when it came out and I was like in eighth grade because we bought tickets to Shrek and then we went to go see some rated R movie. But Shrek had more sexual undertones than the rated R movie that we went to, that mm -hmm. we snuck into after that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like we like stop normalizing this stuff as okay and as not a big deal when we know that everything goes into the subconscious. Everything goes into the subconscious. So like, if we're gonna be okay with these things, then you're saying you're okay with sex trafficking, you're okay with pedophilia, you're, you're okay with it because you're not taking an active stance against everything that contributes. Mm -hmm. So you're being complicit. Like, I'm not saying you're doing it, but you're being complicit in it and you're, you're, benef you're, you're, you're benefiting from it because you enjoy whatever part of it or whatever it is or whatever, you know, whatever part that you enjoy of whatever I just listed if you're being complicit in it then you're contributing to the problem and mm -hmm. this it's a part of u.s culture and until people accept that and see it and then be like no we're going to remove it completely from the root up which people don't like doing and we like band-aid fixes but until people are like we need to remove this and stop it period like there's got to be no, no no jokes no nothing no you know what i mean like nothing if you're really trying to heal like if you're really trying to do it it's, there is no there are no baby steps like mm -hmm. there are no baby Hold steps that doesn't get us nowhere yeah it, it really right. is because it, it's a slippery slope like once you're sliding down no pun intended <laughs> case in point um and i just said no jokes but yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, um, we are definitely an oversex culture. Um, I remember, especially like eighteen, like I had a sexual innuendo for everything, everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I guess because it was funny, like women, like let me rock. But in hindsight, it was like, nigga, come on. <laughs> so, um. We definitely hold on. I let this loud ass plane pass. <laughs> yeah, rolling my ass. Niggas is still flying. Um, hey man, listen. So, you know, <laughs> we we really have to understand that this whole cycle, this whole system, is breeding this behavior. And a lot of times the oppressed mimic the characteristics of the oppressor. And this is what they do. This is where they go yep. to Thailand for. This is where they do all this mm -hmm. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I still can't quite understand um, that whole fascination with children like that. It still doesn't register to me. Yeah. Um, I'm not at that level of maturity, I guess, where I want to understand <laughs> I just know that you need to be away from children. Um, yeah, and for the people that struggle with it, um, the best case of it, the best thing of advice I can say is get help. Like, go to therapy or something. Because that's, that's pretty much the only person you could talk to about that. I mean, you talk to your priest, you might say me too, you know what I mean? So, no. you gotta, <laughs> you got to find yeah. some outlet 
and really try to get help and try to rewire your brain. But for those that, you know, have no shame that are unapologetic about it, nah, you need to be put in a hole somewhere. Um, Yeah. Like, that's, call me xenophobic or whatever the fuck. Like, (laughs) I don't know. You gotta go. And it's really, you can't protect, like, that's why, like, I feel like, again, I always go back to community and village because, like, then you know who is who. You know what I mean? Like, you can build and protect your children and your culture, all of that, so you can actually protect. But if you're just out here living in the city, like, you're never going to get away from it. Like, you, you just, everybody is everybody and you don't even really know who lives down the street and who lives over here and who lives over there like there is no protection from it unless you just like you know stay with your child 24 7 you know what i mean like all this stuff but like it used to be you would know who the if they live in a town you would know who you know what i mean like we know in your family you know who but if it was a small enough town we know that that person does that that stay away from that house whatever but like in these huge like cities and shit like mm-hmm. hell people move so much and like all this stuff you don't know who is who and what is what so it's like yeah and then there's also like and i meant to touch on this earlier no pun intended Ugh. um damn another plane um so <laughs> so your, your plane with, <laughs> so foster care is like oh, a God. child trafficking oh, hub oh, it really is it really is foster care is its own topic it's man <sighs> that's where the sex traffickers go yeah like they send people to become foster parents so y'all can man get the, the people running the foster care oh, system she listen that's his own topic but and then word. also i remember um because i never really knew how adoption worked i know they like kind of promoted they're like okay they're getting a good family blah 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 but i'm thinking about it like Wait, so you buy you these kids? Apply. Yeah, Basically. you gotta apply. You gotta, it's like a job. Like, so you're purchasing you, kids. Someone else's baby. I mean, yeah. you're purchasing the service. Now, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, mind you're purchasing, you, yeah, the, the middleman, basically. Right. Now, mind you, there is, there are people that do honestly adopt. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're removing a child from a very toxic mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's like, what's the percentage on that? And that's you the thing. These systems, they, they give you the couple of little, you know, good people so that you're thrown off by what it was really invented for to begin with. So, yeah. And like yeah. My, um, my aunt, she actually um, just adopted um, this girl. She's in the process of adopting, but, you know, her parents are toxic as hell. And she's like, she has all the evidence in the world to like, you know, Mm-hmm. get custody and it's like a fight it's like they're playing games it's just like mm-hmm. they just want they they don't care about the kids at all they at want all. to take children at all. they want to take children like and that's why like and they're not getting like most children are not going to a better situation no. like and they bounce not. from like so many homes too like that's yep. another thing they go from home to home to home to home and yep. yeah and, and that's the majority yeah majority majority like that's like my friend um my friend's mom she did foster care after when he went to college for a while and like 
and there would be no reason why these children needed to leave and they would still place them somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and like, they would cry. Like, they would cry because they finally had like, a good home where they felt like they were cared for and somebody was really like you know treating them like family and they did not want to go and it's like why are they getting moved somewhere else like why mm -hmm. and there would just never be any type of explanation like they're they just placed somewhere else yeah like they're yeah. just placed somewhere That's else and they is. go they go home to these parents, you know, to a parent or to somebody else for like two or three days and then something else happens and they get sent to another foster home. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. just, it's just a, it's a, man, it's just, it's a, it's a sex trafficking dream. The whole foster yeah. care system. It's just a yeah, sex trafficking it's, dream. It's, it's, it's the bunny ranch. Yeah. Um, I remember this movie I was watching and then we're going to wrap this up. You were talking a lot. <laughs> um, I forgot what the name of the movie was. But um, they had went over to this. Um, it was some woman that was like running from something, and they were at somebody's house. And you know, they it was like a family per se, and they had like their kids there. And you know, they just they seemed like they were like TBN Christian friendly, like hey, mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing. <laughs> but then I remember she was like looking around. And she goes, "We got to get these kids out of here." She's like, "What family?" doesn't have pictures of their kids. There were no photos of nothing. Mm -hmm. And that was just like, yo, Whoa. that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you really don't think about that kind of stuff. <laughs> and really, like, these kids just want, they just want some sort of stability. They want some sort of environment where they can feel that's safe fine. and, like, develop. And there's so mm -hmm. many people that's just exploiting it for their own sick reasons. And it's just, um, it's unfortunate. We have to um, definitely build community so these kind of things don't happen. Mm -hmm. um, for those that tend to violate, you know, our code of conduct, there needs to be very strict consequences. Um, yeah. I said on, on the last podcast about like what it means to be pro-black. Like there needs to be consequences for harming our women and our children. Like very severe consequences, so no one will ever do it again. Mm -hmm. Like point blank, period. So. Um, where can they find you at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit on me? Oh, okay. Well, I'll go first real quick. <laughs> um, on Twitter and Instagram, hope you smile uh, on your podcast whenever I'm a guest. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right now. Keeping it simple. Uh, .com. Uh, my podcast is Infinite Beings Unite on Spotify and Anchor. And uh, I will be make I'll, I'll be making a comeback to my social media eventually. Um, I've received a couple messages like "Where you been?" So, uh, but Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Ajaya Divine, all of that. So that's where I be. And you can find me where you found me at. Make sure that you like, subscribe, slander, and share so they can slander me as well. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell just text me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>